Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. SoCal's Country Station, 95.1 KFROG. I'm Pepper. This is Spirit of the IE. For a lot of us, summer travel is the highlight of our year. And with many people making SoCal a vacation destination, consumer research expert TransUnion has just released findings from their latest study, 2023 Spring and Summer Travel Report, with details to help airlines, hotels, and others in the travel and hospitality business cater to various segments planning trips this year. On the line to discuss is Cecilia Seiden, Vice President of Travel and Hospitality for TransUnion. Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Cecilia, overall, what do the study findings say? about summer travel this year? So I would say the main finding is that American consumers are very excited to travel this year. We are seeing that 46% of Americans are planning to travel more than last year and 47% are planning to travel the same amount as last year. So despite economic challenges, consumers are definitely prioritizing travel this summer. And the other thing that we found that was very interesting is that households with children are actually the ones planning the most getaways. So as household size increased, so did their likelihood to take more trips. And that was actually true regardless of income level. Do you think this uptick in travel is related to overcoming the pandemic? Absolutely. I think that consumers don't take travel and the ability to go places for granted anymore. Before COVID, you might think, okay, no big deal. I'll just take that trip another time. And now I think everybody realizes that the time is now and we never know whether we will be able to or not. So I do think that 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 prioritization of experiences and travel is really directly related to that pandemic. So what are some tips for travelers to help their summer trip be more affordable and less stressful? That is a great question. I would say, number one, consider taking a road trip. If you haven't already, that came across as the number one most popular type of trip this summer. A great way to save money when you don't have to pay for airfare. And you can also take advantage of lower gas prices than last year. The second way that we saw consumers saving money is choosing more affordable activities once they're at their destination. So maybe that looks like taking nature walks or going to the beach instead of paying for admission to different parks or museums or exploring local food trucks or maybe cooking some of your own meals instead of eating out at every meal. Other popular options were looking at less expensive destinations staying with friends and family, but we actually didn't see consumers willing to compromise much on airlines. Only about 15% were willing to trade down to a discount airline. And how is travel different for those with children? Love that question. I'm sure anyone with children can tell you exactly how it's different, right? A little bit more stressful, certainly, and tends to be more expensive as well. But one of the interesting things that we found in our survey was the kinds of trips that families are taking, the timing of their trips, and how much they're prioritizing membership rewards and loyalty programs. So in terms of the kinds of trips we're taking, we talked about road trips, but really popular options with families were also camping. About a quarter of families plan to go camping this summer, which is higher than households without children, and all-inclusive trips or cruises, which about 17% of households with families are planning on taking. The second thing I mentioned is that timing. We tend to see families really traveling around 
holidays. So 4th of July is a very popular option this summer. And that makes sense when you think about the kinds of interruptions to routines that some families are dealing with. There's holidays where their kids don't have any activities. Maybe they don't have childcare. You've got those interruptions between school and camp starting or same thing on the back end of the summer. And it might make sense during those times for families to take advantage and go somewhere. And we really saw the opposite being true for households without children. So about 60% said they were planning to avoid traveling during the holidays this summer. And that's also going to help them avoid crowds and bring down their costs as much as possible. And then finally, rewards. We definitely saw families really placing more emphasis on using rewards and loyalty programs, making sure that their members taking advantage of any of those perks and helping to accumulate points to help them pay for future trips. I'm speaking with Cecilia Seiden, Vice President of Travel and Hospitality for TransUnion. How are families paying for their vacations given budget concerns? Love that question. We did see about 66% of American consumers, and that includes families and households without children, using cash and debit cards to pay for their vacation. So it's a good sign that consumers are being prudent in how they're spending and not overextending themselves. We did also see about 57% paying with credit cards, which isn't in and of itself necessarily a bad thing. It can actually be a really savvy way to pay for vacations. Again, thinking about accumulating those travel rewards or maybe cash back, as long as you're making sure that you're paying your balance on time. Obviously, with interest rates going up, if you're not paying on time, it's going to become more costly in the long run. And how are airlines, hotels, and other travel-related businesses affected by the forecast? So I think this is going to be great news for travel, airline, and hospitality companies. After taking a bit of a breather during the pandemic, I think they're really excited to have you know, the demand be back, certainly from a business model perspective. It's good news for them. And I think that they've had a little preview of that last summer and over the course of the last year to prepare for it. So I think, you know, airlines are doing better in terms of staffing, looking at baggage handlers. So far, the summer has gone off pretty seamlessly from a travel perspective. So I think it's really great news for them. I think that our findings also help them recognize the value that there is in understanding who your consumer is, what their household looks like and making sure that you're speaking to them with the right message at the right time so that that value proposition is really going to resonate with them and how different it might be for that household with children versus a household without. Has the marketing changed for travel businesses trying to reach the right customers during these times? I'm not sure that it has changed, but I, I do think that it should. So we mentioned using those identity attributes to really understand who your consumer is. Sometimes the CRM databases that these marketing companies have might be really old and really outdated. So they might have an email address that's not relevant anymore, or they might be trying to reach you know, an address where that consumer no longer lives. So making sure that they're keeping their records up to date in terms of a contactability perspective is important. But then really understanding you know, what are the needs and desires and the motivations of those different consumers can really help them with their marketing and their messaging. I've been speaking with Cecilia Seiden, Vice President of Travel and Hospitality for TransUnion. Any last thoughts for us? I would say a few more tips uh, on the money-saving front because I know that's top of mind for a lot of you these days. The first one is if you haven't already booked your summer vacation, try to do that as soon as you can. We talked about that demand being really high. So if you want to avoid those last-minute price increases, trying to plan and book early, I think is really important. And the second thing is try to be flexible if you haven't already booked yet. Midweek flights are typically the least expensive. 
And if you're traveling during the weekend, even being able to fly on a Saturday or a Monday can help you save money versus Friday and Sunday that are typically the peak days. And especially for households without children, if traveling after Labor Day is an option, that can be a really great way to save some money. With so many of the school systems going back to school in August, we saw Labor Day being a unpopular time to travel, I would say, for families. And so you can probably get a better deal if you're willing to wait a little bit longer. And where can we go to get more information? You can go to newsroom.transunion.com to read the full report. Thank you so much for speaking with us today and happy travels. Thank you. Thanks. Same to you and have a great summer. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.